okay to remove the plugs and let your daddy die. I flipped furiously through the Bible until I landed on James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, and it will be given to him. I knew I was thin on wisdom. I lacked the power of judging the soundest course of action based on knowledge and experience. I also knew from the Bible that I could gain an ability to discern. Eventually, after much soul-searching and fact-finding, my family was able to apply God's wisdom to my father's and niece's situation. I also gained a personal wisdom. I began to embrace all the life God wanted to give me, even if it meant living in a wheelchair without use of my hands or legs. That's when things heated up. I realized I could help other people who were sinking into despair. People with Lou Gehrig's disease, young men paralyzed from spinal cord injuries and living in nursing homes, and teenagers with cerebral palsy sitting on the sidelines watching their classmates date and drive cars. I began sharing with them what I'd learned from God's Word. Before long, I was writing letters to editors and articles for national magazines, asserting that people are not better off dead than disabled. I was speaking with politicians and advocates, rallying a coalition to defeat a physician-assisted suicide initiative in my state. I was arguing against the abortion of unborn handicapped infants as a disability prevention measure. I was serving on the National Council on Disability under two U.S. presidents, telling legislators that their fear of disability should not provide the basis for making social policy. These were deep waters cloudy and turbulent waters. As soon as we succeeded in damming one river of controversy, a new medical development opened up another stream of thought. What about experimenting on human embryos? How can we design better babies? Why not create clones to harvest their organs? Medical technology stormed ahead at hurricane speed, creating all sorts of complex situations that demanded answers. Before it had a chance to examine a moral compass, society found itself swept away into a brave new world. Once again, I struggled in the midst of a raging torrent, seeking the higher ground of God's Word. I faced things I knew little about and had virtually no experience in. I sought safety in the abundance of counselors, as Proverbs told me to do. I went to experts who had already begun charting these uncharted waters— Counselors like John F. Kilner of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity, C. Ben Mitchell, Associate Professor of Bioethics and Contemporary Culture at Trinity International University, and Dr. Christopher Hook, Director of Ethics Education for the Mayo Graduate School of Medicine. One of my favorite mentors has been Dr. Nigel M. D. S. Cameron, former Dean of the Wilberforce Forum who also has served as Provost and Distinguished Professor of Theology and Culture at Trinity International University, Trinity Evangelical Divinity School. This is not the sort of fellow with whom I normally share a pizza, but Nigel has been an invaluable advisor in helping me to navigate the bizarre new world of biotechnology and the questions it raises about cloning, assisted suicide, infertility treatments, and strange new methods of medical research. Just as with Daddy and my cancer-ridden niece, as well as my own quadriplegia, we urgently need answers. 
What do I say to the pair of female quadriplegics in California who are raising funds to promote research that uses human embryos? How do I reply to the man with multiple sclerosis who believes he can do whatever he wants with his body, even if it means three grams of phenobarbital in his veins to end his suffering? What do I tell my neighbor, a single woman, who wants to buy sperm over the Internet? Or, closer to home, what do I tell my friend who is using in vitro technology to ensure her child avoids substandard health? What in the world could possibly be wrong with a mother wanting a healthy baby? It's not so much a brave new world as a strange one. And like me, you need answers. You need wisdom. You need to know the soundest course of action when confronted by complex biotechnological issues. I promise, if you take the time and mental energy to seriously...